We are back. We are back. Shout out to the CIA. One love to the FBI, the feminine, beautiful, inspirational ladies. Your godfather is back in the house, and the house is most definitely packed. How are we doing tonight? Hope you're good. We got a little bit later of a start tonight. I mean, it's Friday, you know. Godfather has to have a little bit of a personal life, right? I wouldn't begrudge me just a little bit of a personal life. All right, so before we get into this, let's make sure we keep the likes up. We should be over 2,500 likes at this point. Do me a favor, 
share this out because it got started a little bit late. So people may be kind of wondering what's going on. Candle of the evening. What are we learning tonight? What do we got? Laurier 62. Fragrance of the day. <laughs> I'm sorry, most of you are not going to be able to get your hands on this. This is from the house of Cartier. And it's called Oud Absolu. Probably the closest you can get in the United States to a pure Middle Eastern attar. And then to round it off this evening, Killian Black Oud. Now, Killian, before they did the rebranding, in my opinion, had the best Oud line on the planet. Unfortunately, all we have left from that line, they had musk incense, pure rose, musk incense, pure rose, and amber. I have all of those. And then they had a Middle Eastern exclusive that was extreme eternal, extreme eternal black and gold. Well, black oud is incense oud intense, in my opinion. And if you've ever watched two of the videos I made, fragrances that drive women nuts, two of those, uh, uh, both videos, two fragrances on those lists. One is musk oud, which is still available, and then incense oud from by Killian. Uh, so at least you can still get your hands on that. At least we can still get our hands on that one. Um, let's see. What's going on in the chat room? Is everybody doing good? You can hear me. You can see me. Here's also I'm going to announce too. Um, guys, we need to keep the engagement up over 50%. And I'm also going to put a challenge out tonight. I appreciate when people come through and make contributions uh, on to the show. Um, but we're, I'm starting to see the same people over and over again. And we have anywhere from 18 to 25,000 people on any given night. And if you've been watching this program for two weeks or longer and you haven't donated anything to the platform, uh, let's change that. You got paid today. Let's make this be the first night you actually donate something because like it or not, gentlemen, ladies, you don't get content like this anywhere else on the YouTube, anywhere else. Nobody else is doing what we're doing over here. And to keep this kind of content going consistently, it requires a lot. It requires a lot. So. Uh, make it the first time you donate something. Hit the dollar sign if you don't mind, or go ahead and hit the Cash App or the PayPal. Uh, because understand something. Godfather needs a new cookbook. I don't need a cookbook. But I need a cookbook. I need a woman that has a cookbook. Do, do you, gentlemen, have a woman that has a cookbook? Did ask ask a lady that you're going out with. Do you have a cookbook? I don't need a cookbook. If she does not need a cookbook, you need to go ahead and go. Me, me. If she don't have a cookbook, you don't need to be there. <laughs> what comes next? What comes next? Well, this show was inspired in large part through a lot of things I've been seeing online. Um, and if you watch, if you're a fan of Marvel like I am, there's a series called What If? What If? And in the What If series, that's very bright. In the What If series, there are a lot of cool things going on right now. And What If basically 
uh, is a series that basically chronicles different possibilities in what's called a multiverse. Well, let's see today if we can define what's coming next because we've talked about the high value men, the blue Henry, the Henrys, the high earners not rich yet, the hit squads, the Henrys in training, the white collar, the blue collar. We're assuming that the men are on their square and moving forward. Then we've also talked about so-called high value men. Define that at nauseum. We also talked about modern women and a lot of the issues going on with many women, to, many women today in today's era. But as we kind of, as I start to look around and have more conversations, I'm realizing the big issue is danger zone. Women in the danger zone, 27 to 35, and in the danger zone, you need to focus like a laser on the outcomes you want. But women over here in no man's land, 36 to 60, these are the women who I'm asking, what next? 30 to 40, what next? 30 to 40, I'm asking the question, what next? What next, what next, what next? Not the bad guy. The bad guy. Oh, 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 oh. Fuck no, not the bad guy. The bad guy. Oh, 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 oh. Fuck no. Not the bad guy. What next? Because as I've talked to women nationwide, I hear women say all the time, I'm ready. I'm ready for my man. Where's my man? Where's my Mr. Right? Where's my Boaz? Where's my this? Where's my that? And let me be the first one to tell you, uh, he ain't coming. He's not coming. He's not coming because you're not that chick. You, you're not Ruth. You don't have a Boaz. I, I'm so tired. I'm so, I need to let you ladies understand that this notion of soulmates and the right one is bullshit. The right one is the one that's willing to put up with your shit. That's the right one. The right one is the person that's willing to do the little things. See, the big things are easy. Remember I talked about the castles and the trash cans? The, most of the time, you ladies are wanting the, this wedding and this husband. And I need to understand, men need to understand, if you're going to do the little things, when he has a project due or when something's going on, are you going to make him his favorite pumpkin bread? Are you going to make, he, are you going to make sure that, he, you, have the, that you buy the, the scented trash can liner that he likes? Because when he goes to the trash can, he likes to have a little puff of freshness. The little things. That is your Mr. Right, ladies. Not these damn fantasies. And so many of you ladies are so focused on trying to find Mr. Right that you're missing Mr. Right now or Mr. Do, do, Mr. Suitable. But that doesn't sound sexy. So if you can't find Mr. Right and you Mr. You don't want to settle for suitable, what next? So I'm going to go into this thesis. Fear, scarcity, and lack. Any decisions made in fear, scarcity, and lack tend to lead towards anxiety and stress. Ladies, you need to ask yourself right now, do you live your life in a state of anxiousness or stress? 
If your life is lived in anxiety and or stress, you are moving in fear, scarcity, and lack. And what are you afraid of? Many of you ladies are afraid of what comes next. What comes next? Ladies, understand something. Men today, we know your fears. Now what? Men today know your worries. Now what? Men today know your concerns. Now what? If you're single, thus alone, and you aren't doing anything about and you aren't doing anything about it except talking, you're procrastinating. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm fixing to, I'm about to one day. And this is the problem. Modern women are afraid of what comes next. That's why you're modern day home wreckers. That's why you stay single. That's why you stay focusing on this damn dog and your career. I'm a PhD. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't have a, I don't need a cookbook. You don't need a cookbook because you don't have a family. You don't have a man. Of course you don't need a cookbook. Because we modern women today know how to swipe left, swipe right, date one, possibly to date three, hook up, hook up, something goes wrong, bail the French toast out, rinse, wash, repeat. That's what modern women know how to do. Short term. You don't know how to do what comes next. You don't know how to sit there and be bored with somebody for a lifetime. You don't know how to sit there and do Taco Tuesday and plan out the next 20 years for somebody. That sounds too much like normal. What next, ladies? Because when I talk to modern women about what they want, Let's just say I sit down with women for four hours and I listen to them. For three hours and 45 minutes, all I hear is a bunch of complaining, whining, fear, scarcity, and lack. It's all fear. I don't want to get played. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want this. I don't want that. Let me tell you about what happened this one time when this dude did something and so forth. Then I tried to do this and he stumped my big toe and I did this. And da -da -da. Where the, where's the happiness? Have you ever had a happy relationship? Have you ever had a good time with me? Well, yeah, once upon a time I did. Well, then repeat that while I was young. Well, guess what? That's when you still had some goddamn hope. It is my opinion, ladies, that you need to find the first thing smoking and get the hell out of the dating game because this stuff is getting toxic. Modern females, humans, were not meant to be handled by so many men. You were supposed to be somebody's wife. Like it or not, I didn't make it. But when you became a you became a woman when you hit when you, when your flower bloomed. Not how I'm rolling. I'm not trying to get that on. Don't don't go that way. But teenagers and are a 20th century invention. So is dating. I'm just asking a question for you, nice modern women. Are you ready to jump in for what comes next? Because I keep hearing all this crap. A quote from Jada Pinkett Smith. Ladies, don't let your husband keep you from finding the love of your life. What? 
That's supposed to be some female empowerment BS, meaning that your husband needs to take a backseat to everything else. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this so definitively. Gentlemen, if you're dealing with a woman where you're not number one, leave. I don't care how you like her. I don't care how you feel about her. I don't care how fine she is, how fat her ass is, how cute her face is, what her lips do, what her mouth do, how good the wife is. If you aren't number one, leave. That is a prescription for a life of emasculation, disrespect, and sorrow. Go down in looks to go up in cooperation, guys. Because a, a lot of times you'll see women out here who look good, but they're bad for you. They're bad for you because they're bad for themselves because they're always worried about being happy. But they live in continual stress and anxiety because what makes a woman truly happy is when she has a man with her willing to shield, shoulder the responsibility and the stress of life. That don't mean this he's paying 100% of your bills, but he is 100% of your covering. What was happening today in, in, in the Internet? You heard young Miami talking about, oh, ladies, if you're paying bills, why are you in a relationship? Uh, because everybody ain't a millionaire. 72% of mothers have to work full or part-time. But a man is more than his paycheck and his penis. His ability to shoulder responsibility, stress, and pressure in modern, everyday life is different than yours. This is why so many of you single women out here are alone because you think, well, if a man can't pay my bills, what do I need him for? Uh, because you can't do it. Keep saying this, and we're going to keep doing it over and over and over until we get it right. See, when you know your worth, you, you demand it. Gentlemen, I've been on the other side, too. I've been on that side to where I wasn't able to, to maintain that frame, but you got to do what you got to do because 
So many women are going to start trying to, because they're starting to hear this. Until he's coming. They're going to start this whole, they're coming around, but in order to make sure you are able to be in a situation with her that you're going to be able to live in, you got to be able to lead it. Ladies, what comes next is you sit down, surrender, and give up the, and allow yourself to be led. That's what happens. Why is this important? Because what's the alternative? What's the alternative? Let me tell you guys something. I want to show you guys something. Let me show you something. Um, oh, <laughs> I'm going to go to hell for this. Oh, my God, I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. I am going to hell. Y'all ready to go to hell? Oh, I am going to hell. Oh, my God. We are in a world today to where you have women who actually are sitting around talking about ain't no good men left and men ain't this and men ain't that and what's wrong with the men and, and why is it? Because so many guys got to admit, not maintaining frame, gentlemen. Got to admit, we're just kind of off your square. Not doing what you're supposed to do. And this is why I say, you got to focus on yourself. You got to focus on your purpose. Make you a priority. <laughs> God, my God, my God. Or you spend a life doing this. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hey, Big Shirley. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits. You name it. That ain't Big Shirley. This remember this from the movie Blade. This character right here, that's a character called Pearl. Big Pearly, you got Big Pearly out here talking about where all the good men at. Yeah, Big Pearly, Big Pearly out here talking about where all the good men at. I got to get what I'm supposed to get, and it is amazing to me that we are starting to see more and more and more women who should not be saying anything, who actually have the nerve to talk about what they deserve. Big Pearly, Big Shirley. I mean, really? Again? Let's, I want to see it again. Hey there. Big Pearly. Big Shirley, Big Pearly. Y'all remember that from the movie Blade? Y'all remember that? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, y'all are horrible. Stop that. And I need you ladies to understand, this is what men are dealing with. We got women, females, Pearl, running around here telling these men what they are. So what we have to do is separate the pearls from the, 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 the dudes that just think y'all are all trash. But ladies, are you willing to admit that you're living life in fear mode? Are you willing to admit that you're living life in fear mode? I'm going to tell you right now, I, I know I personally, on a daily basis, talk to anywhere from one to three 
beautiful women, beautiful women, 27 and above, and they're all saying the same things. They had a relationship and marriage or a relationship and engagement. It fell apart. It didn't work. And they're walking through or a long relationship and they're walking through the rest of the life like the walking dead. They can't seem to get out of their way. And it doesn't matter. They know what the issue is. But when you ask, have you sat down with a psychological professional and worked out your issues? The answer is no. I don't need a cookbook. Yes, you do need a cookbook. You need a cookbook to cook what's going on in your head because so many of you ladies today are walking around with your ex-husband or your ex-boyfriend or your ex-fiance all on you. Just because the relationship has been over for six months, one year, two years, three years, you're still walking around with this man in your life and you can't get to what comes next. You want to know how I know? I'll tell you how I know. Let's go back a year ago when we did the whole broadcast about ladies. You and your dogs. This is what men keep talking about. I am that men are so tired of dealing with single women with dogs. And gentlemen, back me up on this. How many guys have you run, gentlemen, how many ladies have you run into who the woman has a dog that was given to her by her ex? <laughs> ladies, if you have a dog or a cat or anything in your life today that was given to you by an ex, you were still involved with him. Jared, am I right? Hey, they, somebody, gentlemen, please, if you guys, if you if you agree with me or if you've experienced it, put a five in the chat room. How many of you gentlemen have walked into to deal with night, have met a nice modern woman, a woman that on paper meets all the marks, but in her mind, she's in fear, scarcity, lack, and living her current life with her ex. Look at the fives. See, the guys who are putting fives in there aren't the kind of, these guys aren't the kind of guys that'll break up with a woman and then and drop, a, drop something off on her. Do you not understand, ladies? That when you have something from a previous relationship in your current life, every day that's a reminder. That's why men don't want to deal with women with children because they're currently looking at the last dude. Well, every time you see a dog, a cat, or pets, that's a man's constant reminder that that guy gave that to him. And if you and here's the thing, if you as a woman do not have the ovaries to get rid of attachments to last men, go back to them. How many women will sit back and say, well, I, I didn't know or I didn't. You will be amazed at how many sessions I do with women who, who are surprised that their ex is currently still sabotaging their life. I sit there and talk to him. Well, what's going on? Well, I, I'm a, I want to move on. I want this. I want that. Do you have any children? No. Uh-huh. I got this. Uh-huh. Okay. And then next thing you know, I hear in the background, what, what is that? 
Oh, uh, that's a snickerdoodle or a Yorkie Poo or a snock companion or, or some sort. Of, okay, how long have you had a dog? The dog coincides with the breakup. They have had the dog anywhere, usually around six months before the breakup or six, three to six months before the breakup or three, or three to six months after the breakup. Within the, within, the mat, within the last breakup, she became a pet mom. And more than 70% of the time, it is the ex giving this woman a pet. Because that, is a, that pet is the key to your front door. It's the key to your heart. This man has shared your memories, your bed, your heart, everything else, and you cannot sit there and have a memory like that and expect to go on to what's next. Seriously, the last one I talked to had two dogs, one pass, that came in after her fair relationship. He's not lying. Thank you. I talk to more men who have to walk away from nice modern women because they're pets and they're because they are still dealing with the remnants of an ex-lover. This is why I'm such a big fan of saying, go back to your baby daddy. Go back to your ex. If you're going to keep something from a last relationship, you should be with them. So the thing I ask, ladies, is what's next? What's next? Are you really ready for what comes next? Do you really have your head on straight? If your head is on straight, it will show in your life because your life is not lived in anxiety and stress. You're not under fear, scarcity, and lack. I don't care what your economic position is because your head is clear. Your heart is clear and open. You look around your house and they're not pets and shit from last relationships. Pet example is absolutely on point. Thank you. Why do you, why do you think I know this stuff? Because I, I consult with women every day. I've, I've dealt with women like this. I've seen this for years and it all started to make sense. And I'm like, you can't move on because of that, that dog. Every time this woman looks at a dog, she remembers that boyfriend or fiance or a husband. And he reminds her of all the good times. That's y'all's child. The pet is a constant reminder. The pet is, a, the, pet is the best cock blocker. And often the ex has gone off on about their life. They're married. They didn't have babies and all other kind of stuff. But they are still fucking your life up. Because many women don't have the heart to get rid of these pets. So what do you expect to do, ladies? Do you want to just wait? What's the average lifespan of a dog? What's the average lifespan of a canine? I know they, they, know they vary by breeds, but average lifespan of a dog. Let's just say 10 to 13 years. You have 10 to 13 years before you can move on. So if you are a crafty, if you are dealing with a woman who was dealing with a man who knew what he was doing, breakup happens, here comes the dog as a puppy. They give him to her as a puppy because he's small, he's cute, 
And these women are just taking these, oh, okay. Didn't even ask for them. They just get them. Drop that dog in their life, and that man has a at least a 10-year mark on you. This woman has to feed that dog. This woman has to house that dog, has to medication, everything else. If you got, when I sit down and talk to me and they're like, Jesus Christ, don't date a dog, mom. Because the dog is like a child. What's even worse, because at least the child can do something for you. The dog is just there. And women, and you don't understand, you cannot go to what's next until you clear out what was. I know there are women who are throwing shit at the, at the camera right now because they're looking at dogs that they love. They're looking at dogs that they love and there is no way in the hell they can imagine getting rid of this dog they love because they have become emotionally dependent upon this dog. No, you're emotionally dependent upon your ex-boyfriend's manipulation. You're emotionally dependent upon your ex-husband's ruse. You're emotionally dependent upon your ex fiance or long-term or whatever, you're depending upon his hustle. That's what you're mostly dependent on. And that's why so many women today cannot move to what comes next because they are still in the previous relationship carrying the ghost of boyfriends, fiancés, exes, past, watching this program looking forward optimistically, but then you sit down with somebody and you start going through it. And I'm going to tell you, why is this top of mind? Because now we're entering winter is coming and cuffing season is here. Relationships on people uh, on, 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 are, are top of mind with so many people. And every damn day I'm hearing this story play out. I walk around Atlanta and I see women with no wedding rings, Dogs in baby carriages. Doctor, am I missing something? Ladies, I got to ask a question. For you women who want to be married, are you willing to get rid of your pets? You got to get rid of it all. You got to get rid of your pets. You got to get rid of Anything another man bought you, you got to get rid of it. Gentlemen, how many times have you walked into somebody's, into a woman's house and she still has, maybe not pictures, uh, but you can tell a man bought something for her. It's like, well, wait a minute. You're single, right? Uh-huh. Well, what, what's that? Oh, oh, I just like those. You're like, wait a minute. A man bought those. We know what that is. Y'all ladies need to understand men are territorial. We mark our territory. And if you are a woman who cannot move on into another suitable situation because you are dragging around shit from your past, I'm talking to you. Wake, welcome for your wake-up call. This is your wake-up call.
This is your wake-up call. What are you going to do about it? They get mad when you ask about it, Martin. Sandra said, Every, my house has everything that I bought. Okay. If you have nothing from it, what are, gentlemen, what are some things that's acceptable for a woman to keep from an ex? And let me talk about ex-husband. You know, cars, that kind of stuff. But how about this? How many women will tell you, I've had this happen. I've had a woman say, look, you've been in that bed with another woman. I want you to swip, flip a bed. You can do that for a wife. Women, women have no problem coming into your house, looking around and seeing what's bought by a man and what they think is bought by a woman. And women will tell you, in order for me to be around you, that's got to go. And gentlemen, understand something. She's got a point. Because the other way, oh, your ex bought you some shoes, some heels, that shit got to go. Because you probably had them heels on up around his ears. See, why is this important, guys? Because so many modern women can have sex with a new guy, could go out with a new guy, but they cannot emotionally connect with a new guy because subconsciously they are still reminded of their, their previous relationship. And that bothers them because women are not wired to be uh, disloyal to a relationship. I want you to understand what I'm about to say, this deep psychology of this. A woman that's involved emotionally or mentally with an ex, if she knows that I'm wearing these heels that my ex-boyfriend bought me, I, I, he's in the room with you. I'm, this broadcast is going to help free more women for what comes next if you have the courage, the guts, and the ovaries to accept the stark, cold truth of this. You are not done with your previous relationship if you still have stuff from your previous relationship. There's only a few things that are acceptable to carry forward, and one of them is a biological child. A biological child. I can't think of many other things. Convert... Whatever, if you have something that's material, convert it. He bought you a ring, convert it into something else. Convert, go trade. He bought you, a, let's say he bought you a Rolex. Go, go convert that Rolex and trade it in on an AP. Go trade it in on something. But you cannot walk around with reminders of your previous relationships. Now, gentlemen, understand. Women will say, I'm crazy that this is irrational, but they don't understand how territorial we are. And gentlemen, you know when you're dealing with somebody where things should be kind of working and where you kind of should be. But this is why YouTube is littered with all these, and no disrespect to the dating coaches and the game coaches, but all these ghosting videos and this and that and hot, cold and dismissive and all these things because people today are not going into relationships clear, clean, open. How do I know this? 
Because I'll tell you, especially me, I know exactly where I am, exactly what I want. So I don't have to play games. Anybody I deal with, it's all on the table right there. And any of my, any of my, any of my guys, my homeboys, when they're with their ladies, they gave the ladies, you will know when you're dealing with the man who is clear and clean, he puts it all up front. Because when you've done the work, you're actually proud that you've done the work. You've got a clean bill of health. And you ladies got to understand that many of you are, are drowning yourself in the mundane details of your life because many of you have not dealt with the heartbreak, the disappointment. That you're not supposed to be single at this age. You should have been married with kids by this age. That there's no way in hell that you, a woman like you, should be right here. That it did not work. Every day, I won't say every day, at least three out of five days a week, I have this conversation with a woman. And it's been that way. At least three days. I had this conversation not even an hour ago. And every woman that I have this conversation with feels like she's unique. And I'm like, you're not unique. You have not detoxed yourself from your ex. So what comes next? Hey, Free said, get rid of these sheets. Tanya's crying. Am I wrong? I want to hear from the ladies. What can you keep in your current life from somebody who you loved? I'm not talking about somebody you dated. I'm talking about somebody you claim publicly as a relationship. Most people only have had a few relationships they may have had more lovers and more dates. But if somebody rises to the level of being on the roster, you cannot carry anything forward from them. If this is you, let me go ahead and let me zoom in. If this is you, you need to get rid of those attachments. I don't care what they are. If this is you, you need to get rid of those attachments. <laughs> or you might as well understand that you are sitting back with a 10 year, another man is going to be in your relationship. And if you don't like what I'm saying, what's the alternative? Let's play this this way. I'm not getting rid of him. I don't care what my ex was. I don't care what this is. I don't care. I've grown to love this pet, this dog, this cat, this situation or whatever. And the next person that comes along, if he's the right one, he will accept it. That's what they say, don't they, gentlemen? That's what they say. If, the next, if, if you can't accept my kids, if you can't accept my dog, my cat, my situation, my ex, the ghost of ex's past, all this other kind of stuff, then he wasn't the right one. Ain't that what they say? 
That's what they say, right? That's what they say. Ladies, that's bullshit. You're expecting a man to, to tamp down his natural desire to, to be territorial and have his ownership. Then if you want a man like that, then you want a man that's a 50-50 kind of guy. If you want a man that's like that, fine. Then you want a man that's more of a 50-50, you do your thing, I do my thing, we come together. I know what I'm saying is hard. I know what I'm saying is hard. Every time I tell a woman this, they're usually shocked that I'm telling them to get rid of stuff. They're usually shocked that I'm telling them to get rid of stuff. They're usually shocked that, that it's like, well, I never looked at it that way because you're not a man. And everything that you have in your life that is taking up emotional bandwidth is bandwidth that should be allotted for your future man. Let me say that again. Everything in your current life that is taking up any emotional bandwidth is taking up bandwidth that should be for your new man. That's why y'all can't bond to a new man. That's why you go from a long relationship to series of dating because you're still bonded to that man. You're worried about trying to fix your mama who's unmarried, who ran her life in a ditch. You're worried about trying to fix your cousin or, your, or, or this or that and then your girlfriends. See, it's only the women who would make the best candidates to be wives and significant others that end in this ditch. Because they are the very women that should not still be out here on the market, but because it didn't work out and they're single between this 27 to 45 range. And now they're out here, not a young girl anymore, matured, educated, career focused, career driven, but not attached. So these are the same women who end up being, um, end up finding themselves with toxic female single friends. Oh, I'm talking now. These are the same women who end up with toxic female single friends. They're always their friend's counselor. They're always their friend's confidant. They got to take up emotional bandwidth to give to their friend. So when they leave their job, they got to fix their friends. This friend, that friend, this friend, that friend. And they got to fix their friends like plates. And here's the funny thing. When their friends are fixed, they're going on about their life. They only come back to her to get some emotional energy. So she got to spin her friend's plate. Then she got to spin her mama plate because her mama's unmarried and getting older by herself. And that mama plate, they'll spin, they will not let that mama plate fall because they feel guilty, respect, obligation. I know I'm going to get hate mail for this one, but I'm, I'm telling it all. They're spinning the female friend's plate. They're spinning the mama plate. And then they're spinning the pet plate. And then here come you, and then here comes Mr. High Value Man, Mr. Blake Henry, Blue Henry, Mr. Whatever, whatever, Mr. I want to be in a relationship and something and so forth. And you got all, and you got every bit of that much time. 
that much bandwidth, that much availability, that much anything left. And this is the one thing that you should be doing, but because you are already on E by the time you get from work and all of this, you've got nothing for this. And I cannot tell you how many women I talk to who can sit there and see this. They know it. They know they're spending that big, they, they ain't even mama plate, it's a mama platter. Their friends are plates. You know, they got one friend that's like the big plate and a lot of other friends who like the side plates or the salsa and then mama's a platter. They spending the platter, the plate, and the salsa. And I'm like, the mama platter, the friends are the plates, and then the pets are the saucers. Then, ladies, you think you're going to throw dating into this? You're going to go out with this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy. And because all those guys that you've gone out with, you found some reason to disqualify them, this, that, quick, da 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 But the one or two guys that actually are different, they're actually clear. They actually have availability. They're actually who they say they are. They're on the purpose of this, this. These are the very guys you end up wrecking because in order to be with them, they require standards. They require boundaries. They don't want your friends coming over all the time. They don't want to hear about your friends' problems all the time. They don't want to hear about your mama and anybody. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear about any of that drama. We need to be talking about what's going forward with us, what's next with us. This meant, but you, you want to take this dude to be an emotional tampon, and when he says something about it, what do they do? When you say something about it, what did they do? Then they get mad at the guy for saying, these people are using you. Your friend is using you, your mom is using you, your dog is using you, your ex is using you. And then they get mad at the dude. This is not, I, if this is you, understand something. You are not unique. This is a, this is a, I don't know what to call it, but it's almost like um, somebody who's been involved in a narcissistic borderline uh, relationship. Gaslighting. If you know what the term gaslighting means, if you've ever been gaslit, gaslighting makes the person experiencing it think they're crazy. But then you sit down with a bunch of other people who've been gaslit and you realize that they were just running the narcissist's handbook. So tonight I'm offering an intervention for what's next. This is a what's next intervention. Because this impacts nice, modern women at more than anybody. This impacts women who are feminine, beautiful, inspirational more than anybody. This impacts women who are fit, feminine, friendly, cooperative, and childless more than anybody. Gentlemen, you wonder where your, your girlfriend is, your wife, your significant other. She's in here spinning these plates and platters. She's here. She has no time for you, no bandwidth for you, because she's doing all this other stuff and she sees it, but if she would feel guilty by letting her mama platter fall, her friend platter fall, her pet, pl her pet plate fall, they feel guilty because they're hardworking and all of them are breaking. Now, I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. 
If you don't believe anything from me, believe this. I see this so often. And I, the sad part is, even when you tell most modern women their stuff, they won't do anything about it. Because why? Because they are comfortable in this. They feel safe in this because they're getting something from the dysfunction themselves. See, that, that friend that they're fixing gives them something too. It's dysfunctional, but it's something. It's not healthy. It's not healthy, but it's better than nothing. Then the, the mama thing, it's a mama. Of course, it's in our community. You know what that is. You need to stay away from that one because it's mama. The pet one is the one you can talk about. But rarely have I ever sat down and talked to somebody who's in these situations that they're really really willing to make the necessary adjustments. And I'm going to tell you why. It's because you're a nice modern woman. It's because you're a nice person. They're using these people around you. They've used your niceness against you. Huh. I'm telling you, boy. I, and when I talk to men, who will, I'll be sitting in the session and be like, man, she's a great woman. She's this and that and this and that. And I'll just hear him. And you could just see the guy just like, and he can't comprehend. He's like, why? Why? Why won't she move forward? What's the problem? Why can't we get this far? Why does it keep falling apart? I'm like, she's terrified of winning because you look like winning. Because imagine this, imagine this. You've been fighting so long and got so good at fighting, some people have not prepared for what comes next. Some people are not prepared for the peace. So what next? So ladies, if you're a man dealing with this, you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth it? What about this situation to this person is worth this because they have the person has to make a decision. I'm gonna leave my, I'm gonna stay out of that one because every man has to figure that out on his own. I'm never gonna just say that just walk past and do this, that there are too many variables. Because again, these are the nice women that this happens to. But I want to talk about what happens next with the women. If you are one of these women, understand something. You have the power to choose a different life. You have the power. It's in your hands. But you're going to have to become uncomfortable. You're going to have to do it scared. You're going to have to do it afraid. You have to do it with no guarantees, no tightrope. You're going to have to do the very thing that scares you the most, and that's a risk. Or 
You can keep doing what you're doing until you break. You can keep doing what you're doing until they break. But you know what? I'm going to open the call lines because on Friday, I'm answering all the questions from any question from anything I've covered this week. So are, are modern women tired of being alone? Um, anything that I've covered this week or even um, on the on the uh, the matchmaking stuff. And see, when we start talking this matchmaking stuff, when I talk to people one on one, I get into a lot of this stuff because you got to have capacity. You have to have capacity and the willingness to be vulnerable. You got to have time. Relationship, new relationships with people take time. You have to make time to have a future. Let me say that again. A future requires time. And the world does not owe you understanding. It is not up to men to understand what, what position you're in, ladies. Let me say this. Okay, so I'm going to talk about are modern women tired of being alone, modern mercenaries. I'll even go back to Friday. Women have to shoot their shot, make the move. Uh, what is it? Uh, laziness or fear, and then whatever else I talked on. Let me say this again. If, I'm, if, if you're a woman and I'm talking to you, understand something. The men you're dealing with don't have to understand. They don't. These men are a gift to you, a blessing to you. They don't have to understand where you are. And see, far too many women have been have been told if he's the right man, he'll be understanding and he'll go through it. French toasts that. I absolutely disagree. He's the right man. That means you need to put your track shoes on and get to work. I am not a proponent of telling men to sit around and wait for a woman to get her shit together. You've already had to make yourself a man of value, a man of character and substance. You've already made yourself stand apart from the crowd. That's why she's likely dealing with you in the first place. You don't get to three, four, six, ten dates with somebody if you haven't set yourself apart. Women today have plenty of options. So I'm talking to you ladies, especially you ladies who are adjustable sixes and higher. If you got a man that you've gone out with multiple times over multiple weeks, months, you know you're dealing with somebody that's different. The world does not owe you understanding. It is, it is up to you ladies to be do it afraid, alone, and, and admit. This is, where, this, is where, this is where it tends to fall off the rails. If you want a man to wait on you, you got to tell him everything. I'm scared. It's not that I'm this, I'm that. It's not that I'm this, it's not that I'm uninterested. It's not that I, this is what I told somebody earlier today. You got to tell him. You have to say, look, I'm terrified. I don't know how to do this, but I don't want to risk or lose this or lose you or lose this opportunity. You, are, you want a man to wait? You're going to have to give him a verbal reason to. None of this bullshit that God, God's going to make him wait. No, you got to say it. Spell it out. Because when you spell it out, if he's a man of character or substance, he will hear you. 
And if he's willing to accept it, it's going to come with boundaries and conditions. Okay, this is what you're going through? Cool. I get it. I understand. But here's what I need from you. If you're going through this, understand, I'm not that. Here's what I need from you. I need this because this is why I need it. And you got to give him what he needs if you want him to give you what you need. See, we have told women that men are supposed to give you what you need. That is why so many of you nice modern women are un alone because you're not used to opening your mouth, being vulnerable. This is why last Friday you had so many attractive women who are just socially awkward, don't know how to shoot their shot because you have been told the world is easy. Stop living life on easy mode. Relationships are work, especially good ones. So again, you cannot expect a man to sit there and just understand where you're coming from because he's a person too. He came in here with hurts, heartbreaks, traumas, issues, and everything else. And did he sit there and say, well, you know what? I didn't have a dad growing up and uh, I had my heart broken and I did this and I, and I fell off of this and I had that and I was sick and I was bankrupt. And no, no, no. What you see in front of you is a man who's ready to go. He couldn't come through and do that for you. That would run you away. See, what I'm asking for you ladies to do is actually what comes next. This is the real work. And if you're not willing to do this, then exit stage left. Leave the entire dating market. Get off the, get off the uh, dating apps, the matchmakers, everything else. Stay with your ex-boyfriend, husband, uh, boo thing, dog, cat, iguana, whatever, and die alone. Get out of the market. And let the people who are trying to figure this out, figure it out. That's the best thing for you. Get out of the market if you're not willing to risk. Because it is unfair for women I talk to earlier, the women I speak to all the time, for you ladies to get out here and decide to bump into somebody who has limited time as well. And you are not putting up at least what he is. Ladies and gentlemen, understand something. Relationships are work and they are risks. And this is not mine. It's like tennis match. Boom, 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 boom. But if you expect to be, he's supposed to serve to you all the time. He's supposed to call you. He's supposed to check on you. He's supposed to read your tea leaves and understand how your cryptic text means. And he's a real man. He's supposed to come question you and figure it out. And if he don't call you, then he ain't. What the fuck? No. Have you called him? Have you told him what's going on? Have you told him? No, no, no. Let's get to it. I know I got some hot women right there. I know right there. I don't need a cookbook. You do need a cookbook. And I'm going to tell you right now, the women who understand that this is the path to actually having a future. A healthy future. A Recording future. in progress. Call line is about to be open. This is the path to having a future, a healthy future. A future that's filled with this. Uh uh, you ready? You ready? Here's what you need in your cookbook. I don't need a cookbook. The recipe for peace, what you need in your cookbook. Thorough communication. Number one. Without thorough communication, you don't have trust. Without trust, you don't have security. You must have thorough communication or you have nothing. 
Ladies, you're going to have to learn how to open your mouth and tune into your feminine and be vulnerable. Be risk again. I don't need a cookbook. Yes, thorough communication, understanding, forgiveness, respect, vision, honesty, unity, healthy sex life. Thorough communication, understanding, forgiveness, vision, respect, honesty, unity, and healthy sex life. Let me touch on the last part. Ladies, if your man does not want to rip your clothes off, something's wrong. And I'm going to tell you right now, I speak to men. I know men. I've been a man who's been around a woman you care about, but you don't want to fuck her. You don't want to have sex with her because it is just too much stuff going on. It's not that you're unattracted to her. Not that you aren't aroused to her. It's just there's too much chaos. When you're around one another, there should be something that supersedes all this stuff. And it's peace. Good sex, great relationship, great healthy sex life comes in a place of peace, security, and safety. Oh, man, y'all ain't ready for this. They ain't ready for it. Ike, they ain't ready for it. Theo, they ain't ready for it. Where are my hit squads? They ain't ready for this, guys. These ladies ain't ready for that level of truth. They just thought, they just thought because you, you're, you get an erection, you happy. <laughs> no, there are levels to this, ladies. They, they didn't know. They not knowing. They not knowing. They, 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 this is new to them. They're like, what? I got I to gotta do more than just have, you know, lackluster? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're not knowing. We're going to help you get there, though. We're going to help you get there. Ah, uh, so that was the monologue. Now, ladies only, what next? What next? See, you know, in New York City, you know, they got the rule up there that, you know, you can't eat inside, you know. Well, I won't say New York. A lot of places have rules where you can't dine inside, you can't do this, do that, without proof of being vaccinated. You got to have proof of being vaccinated. And that means that you are safe to be in this establishment, right? Well, imagine if women start having proof that they are, have emotional availability, like their vaccine card. Excuse me. Have you been vaccinated? <laughs> not vaccinated. What would it be called? What would it be called? It's not vaccinated. What would it be called if women had, if they had uh, their mind right? Excuse me, can you show me that you actually have been vaccinated against uh, X's past? Excuse me, can you show me proof of your, uh, can, oh, <laughs> oh my God, they're going to kill me. They're like, I hate you. I hate you. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay, though. It'll be all right. Sing to him, Jen.
So, I'll tell you this. Thank you, Jen. I love that song, Creep. She made that just for me. I feel so good. Look, ladies. Um, I'm gonna tell you that, that uh, if you're in the if you're in the green room, you gotta you gotta get on camera. If I can't see you, um, over on the Ask Godfather link, you won't get in. Layla, I can't see you, so you won't be in. So if you don't show yourself, you won't be in. All right. Ashley, unmute yourself. Gina, can't see you. Gina, your audio is not connected. Hello, Ashley. How are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How about you, love? I am well. How old are you? I'm 30. 30. So uh, what are we talking about tonight? So I'm just going to put it out there. I'm trying to get a husband. So <laughs> I don't okay. have any kids. I don't have any kids. Um, so I don't have any baggage. I'm just ready to, uh, uh, hold on. Get the dog, please. So I'm just ready to, um, you know, lay it, all out, lay it all out on the table. Whose dog is that? It's not my dog. I'm on my friend's house. Okay. This is you Sorry. You, a female friend or a male friend? A female friend. Why do you want to be married? 
Because honestly, I'm ready to, I'm at the age where I'm ready to have kids. I'm ready to settle down. I'm just ready to build a family. And honestly, I go home at night and I'd be like, I don't have nobody to talk to about work. I just want to be able to come home to somebody I could, you know, have a talk well, with well, about my well, work, just unwind. What do, you you know? do for, what do you do for work? I'm a pharmacy technician. Why do y'all think we want to sit around and talk to y'all about work? Well, not even about work. It don't have to be about work. Just, you know, just life. Or like, uh-huh. we travel, you know, because I want to be able to travel with my partner. I don't want to have to, you know, keep traveling alone with my girlfriends. I want to be able to travel the world with my significant other. Okay. So a pharmacy technician. When was your last relationship? Um, I want to say two years ago. Well, three years ago. And how long, and why that in? Um, he just wasn't ready. He just wasn't ready. Um, yeah, he wasn't ready. <laughs> he wasn't so, ready. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't ready. Um, very um irresponsible with money, and very very boy like. Let me put it that way. He wasn't a man, and that's what I need now. I need a man that's responsible. How long did the relationship last? Um, not long. I want to say like a year. Okay. So mm-hmm. he was boy like. Yes, very boy like. All right. And you're 30 years old, no kids. I am. No kids. All right. What state what state do you live in? I stay in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, okay. So where are you where are you okay. So I'm gonna ask the same question I always ask. How tall are you? Mm-hmm. I'm five three. Dress size? Uh, I wanna say a six. Okay. How much did you weigh last time you weighed yourself? Um, 135. All right. And your last relationship didn't last very long. It didn't. What's the longest relationship you've ever had? Um, two years. Two years? And yeah. how, when, when, did, when was that over? Um, like four years ago. Right. I was in college. I was in college. <laughs> okay. You five how tall again? I'm five three. And when's the last time you weighed yourself? Actually yesterday. And you won thirty? I had I had a I had a a physical. It's just the boobs. I have big boobs, but I'm smaller below. Okay, I'm so just, yeah, it's just, just it's just the boobs. Right. They they big. Okay. They just I, I, I get it. I'm just asking. <laughs> so ultimately you want to get married. Because you want somebody to be a, a companion. All right, cool. Um, I do. When okay, how often do you actually get out there and make yourself available though? And that's another thing. I was talking to my sister because she's married, and I look up to her so in her relationship. So the answer is what? It's no. I okay. said I was going to try after I saw your video about the going out doing the scarf thing. I even confided Why in her that I was going to start going so out. So you don't. So you don't go out. <laughs> I went out a couple times, but it's always like so. It's older, older dudes. So what? What older meaning? How what? Like in their fifties. Okay. You want any children? I do. How many? Um, probably two. Um, two or three. Two or three. That's a big difference. Which one? Okay, two. Okay. After you're married and pregnant, do you want to have to work to pay significant bills? Um, no. If you're pregnant, okay, 
What percentage of the overall family financial load do you want to have to be responsible for for a lifetime? What's the question again? You talking about how much money? What percentage of the family financial load do you want to have to be responsible for for your lifetime? Um, nothing. I just be responsible for like the, you know, the small parts, like the groceries and stuff. So nothing. All right. Because I can do the cooking, I can do the cleaning. Oh, no. So, so, but as a single person, you have to be responsible for 100% of your family. Financial. Everything. All right. I do. So, so how much money would it take to have a middle class or upper middle class life in Atlanta for a family of four? To where the children can have cars, go to college if they want to, travel, all this other kind of stuff. How much would a household need to make? Um, five hundred k. I'm asking you. Five hundred k. Okay. What would you rank yourself on the scale from one to ten? You can't use seven. Fresh face out of the shower. Your natural hair. This is my natural hair, so I would say like eight. I don't so have any put, makeup on; I'm just lip gloss. So, so you put yourself up there with Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce is an eight. Kelly Rowland's a nine. Rihanna would be a ten. Okay, a six. I'm right under the seven. Okay. How many? How many cute women? Six is cute. How many cute thirty-year-old? Thirty what? Thirty what? Thirty. I'm thirty. Thirty. How many cute 30-year-old women get to marry men making a half million dollars a year? Um, not many. I'm going to ask the hard what's question. The, what's the question again? A, what's the question? Why would a man making half a million dollars pick you? Um, Personality-wise, um, I can cook, I can clean. I can make him feel like a king. Okay, personality-wise, what? So here's your here's your shot. So here's your shot. I have a good personality. Okay, fine. What does that mean? Meaning, I'm very adventurous. Um, I would definitely cater to my man. That's I mean, that's that's what you're supposed to do. That's what a woman's supposed to do. Cater what's to the her most, man. What's the most What's the most money you've ever what, What's the most money a man has ever made that you dated? Um, I want to say it's not not much. Um, probably like fifty k. Okay, and that's when you were younger. Yes. So why in the hell would you get, be older and get a man who's making ten times more? Um, because I deserve it. I deserve to be happy. And I'm willing to put everything out on the table for my man. Like I said, I can make him feel. How long like you watch my program? How long, ma'am? Ma'am, hold on. How long you watch my program? <laughs> um, I just started like three months ago. What the French toast? Do you? What do you mean you deserve anything? What does a man? What 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 kind of careers? Mm-hmm. Must a man? Oh, first off. What age do you expect this man to be making a half million dollars? 
Well, he don't have to make a half a million. Let me let me bring uh, the, let me bring uh, the uh, score uh, down. Uh, 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 I'm asking what age. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, I really want between the age probably like thirty three to thirty six. Oh Lord, he cannot do. I even didn't mean to say 500K. I mean, like, yeah, 200K. Uh, uh, 200K is good. 200 is still. What age does a man hit his financial stride? I thought it's after 30. I mean, like, after 35? What age? Give me a 10 year age wrong? range. 45 to 55. See, the first thing out of your mouth was these men are old. See, you ladies want goddamn millionaires. Or guys who are making far more money than you look good. Then you want them to be young. Just because you personality-wise are nice. No offense, but a six? You're an average woman. Mm. You're average, okay? No offense, you're average. Okay. But you don't want to work. And for the and you and and I gotta I gotta say for my men out here, how do you deserve anybody's money? Cause you have a vagina and a cookbook. What do you is that a yes? I mean, I mean, I can still work. That's that's not. No, a no, thing. no. You don't work. want no, ma'am. I asked you. Do you want to have to work to pay some of your bills after you're pregnant? No. What percentage of your overall family financial load? You don't want to be responsible for anything other than little mm -hmm. things like groceries. You want to be a stay-at-home wife where you mm -hmm. raised by a stay-at-home mother. No. Was I raised no. by a stay-at-home mom? Then no. Do you have a cookbook? I don't need a cookbook. Do you have a cookbook? <laughs> I don't. So I was talking about my dad as far as do, cooking. Do respect, ma'am, then why, in all fairness, would an average woman doing an average job who was not raised to be a traditional woman expect to be a stay-at-home mother with a man who's making the top 1% of income just because you deserve it? The guys are listening. The men who make that kind of money are watching this show. Shoot your shot. Can you say the question again? I'm sorry. Why you? Like I say, um, I'm ready to settle down. I'm not a young woman. I'm old enough to, to know what I want. I don't give a um, shit about what you want. I'm saying shoot, sell yourself to these men. See, we understand that you want all his stuff. Fine. Sell it. I'm willing to be there by your side every step of the way. Um, motivate you, stand by your side, be that woman to um, come for you at night and be submissive to you. Um, that woman, I will look. Have your dinner ready for you all the time at night, and um, so yeah, I'm nervous. You can't be nervous if you want a man that's in the top one percent. See, women who want what you want were raised 
to be an asset to men like that. Basically, mm-hmm. you're asking to go shop at Hermes and just get a Birkin bag just because Birkin bags are cool. Yeah, it's not important to me. I don't care about that's labels. Not, that's a, it's, a, it's a metaphor. Oh, okay. My point is, man, you're an average <clears throat> man. Mm-hmm. You ain't never dated a man over, making over six figures. I haven't. So then why would you think, why would you say you deserve to have a husband who's making $200,000 to $500,000? Why would you deserve any of that? Better question, what does he deserve? He deserves a woman that'll take care of him. Does, a woman and, that I And what, does he deserve the woman who, and does that come, but what about how she looks? Yeah, of course he should be attracted attracted to her. Attracted? You don't but think I, a man... For me, please don't, please don't overtalk. You don't think a man who's making that kind of money should have a, a dime piece? Well, yeah, they would like, but honestly, no, 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 it's, no, it's no, about no, the not personality. Like, no, 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 no. No, don't you, No, no, see, see, when you can't be what he wants, you'll always go to this personality. Why do you think Beyonce... Is all that to Jay Z and more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, he still cheated uh, on her, and she kept her ass with her husband. She did. She did. Cause she's got <clears throat> sense. She did. So I'm learning this, from you. I'm learning no, no, from no, you. No, 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 no. See, but see, what you don't realize is you just insulted ninety percent, ninety-five percent of the men out there. As a pharmacy technician, no disrespect intended, but man, that's an average job. You look at men, the way you talk is though the men that you actually are on their level are not what you deserve. All right, I'll grant that, but what about the women who are above you? The women who outrank you in looks, Physique, personality, mindset, abilities, aptitudes. Okay? What about those women? What do they deserve? Do they deserve the man that you want? Um, I don't think so because most of them probably can't even do, probably not even wife material. You mean like you? I mean, like half of them women that are are bad, like a 10, like you say. Some of them can't even cook a meal. Ma'am? And I can do all that. Okay, but based upon your relationship history, how would a man know that? Let me prove it to you. So he That's has to... So, so in other words, able... so see, I want you to listen how crazy I'm let, that I'm let you talk. I'm let you talk. So in other words, a man needs to make himself the best version of himself to have access to all these women but he needs to go get a woman that's average to let her prove that she's better than the other women. How about this? Why don't you go get a man who's average and prove to him? Mm-hmm. See, y- y'all want it, you, and this is the entitlement of modern women, <clears throat> especially in our community. You don't hear Middle Eastern, Asian, Hispanic women who are average talking down to their average men and all trying to go after men who definitely outrank 
and they're not qualified for. That's the point. You're, you're wanting a man that's way up here. In this country, you can only legally marry one person. Right. And your and your argument as well, just because she look good don't mean she can cook. Well, can I uh, say something? In a second. Okay. How many days a week do you cook right now? Um, for myself, I cook um, Sundays and then I um, prep my lunches for the days and then probably um, on Wednesday I'll cook again because I'll so, you know, so two days eat a week you food. cook. So two days a week you cook. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me you're gonna go from two days a week to cooking how many days a week for your family? Every freaking day. Every the day. Best, the best predictor of future performance is past performance. And see, no, nothing, nothing, nothing that I've said has made you sit back and say, hmm, maybe I'm being a little bit unrealistic about my wants <clears throat> and expectations. You keep trying to make this fit. Mm-hmm. And I'm really doing my best to, to kind of level set you. But every time I ask you something, it's like, well, she, she, maybe she's not what it is. Why do you deserve this? Well, honestly, he, he don't even have to be high value as long as um, he can love me unconditionally. That's not what you started out saying, ma'am. You said you want two kids and you don't want to have to pay, you don't want to have to be responsible for anything except groceries. That's what you said. I did. Because that's the truth. Because that's the truth. That's the truth. That's why you can't find nobody. Because you're walking around trying to find a man that is out, is above you. Mm -hmm. See, there are men out there who knew women ain't on their level. Do you also understand that there are men who are on, that that are above you and you ain't on their level? Mm -hmm. Are there men like that? Yeah, of course. Okay. So if a man was trying to get a woman that wasn't on his level, what would you expect him to do? Of course, he'd probably brush past me and get to somebody that's on his level. If a man was trying to get a woman that wasn't on his level, what are his options? Um, you're talking about what, what are his options? Yeah, if a man is here and he wants a woman that's up here, what are his options when he's here? Well, he's going to get somebody on his level. Or he can level up. Oh, or, or, or exactly. He can level up. Well, you can't level up to that level. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm trying to do this in the nicest way possible. <clears throat> but what in your life... Has, what in your dating romantic life has made you think, feel, or believe you or created an appetite for a man that's up there when you've never experienced it? Where'd that come from? I don't know, from, from watching your show. <laughs> man, you 30. I just, I honestly... You, you, you're 30 years old. My show ain't been around that long. But you've been single a long time. I have, because I haven't found the right one yet. And what's that? And see, that's the... Thank you. I don't need a cookbook. Thank you. I haven't found the right one. I haven't found the right one. That's the first goddamn thing out of my mouth. There is no right one. 
<clears throat> so here's the hardcore reality. Ma'am, you're average. <clears throat> and the right one for you is a guy who's making around $42,500 a year. Mm -hmm. Why'd you do that? Oh, nothing. I'm disagreeing. Okay. But that's the that's kind of what the man you dated before was earning, right? <laughs> huh? Right? Correct. Yes, no? Right. Correct. Right. Average, like an average woman who's at pharmacy tech. But then if you were to date this man, would you do all the stuff for him that you would do for this man who's making five hundred thousand, two hundred thousand? Really? I would. I really? Would. So if I went back through, so if I went back through your dating history and asked the men you mm -hmm. dated, is that who you were? They tell me that's who you were. Yeah, they would definitely tell you that that's who I okay, was. Okay, so who ended the relationships? You said, excuse me. So your last relationship, who 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 ended it? You or him? I did. Why? I told you because he was just irresponsible with money wise, like priorities. You guys were. Priorities. His priorities wasn't. You guys were together in the like right six place. months, right? Yeah, it wasn't long. Uh -huh. Okay, so and the one before that. The but I did. But I did. I did. Two year relationship. Stuff. Who ended that one? Um, I did. Why? Um. Uh huh. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. I got sick, to be honest. I got sick. And I wasn't ready for a relationship. You, you ended a two-year relationship because of an illness? <clears throat> I did. He didn't want it to end. <clears throat> yeah. Was it a life-threatening illness? It was. I mean, I'm a cancer survivor, so... I'm not trying to cry. <laughs> My point... My point is, you don't in relationships. Okay, you don't in relationships. You ladies just jump in and out of relationships. Then when you're at this point, it's like, well, you got to look at your past history. Yeah. And your relationships, you end them. Well, he wasn't ready. He was. He couldn't take on the toll that I was dealing with. So. All right. So the net, the, the, this what this call has showed more anything else is even average women who've never experienced this stuff, you have no business, you, you no know business really having such high standards. You got this list of things that you're not, and you expect the man to settle for you when you wouldn't settle for somebody else. There are plenty of men out there. Fifty-four percent of black men are single and childless, and sixty-one percent are in the middle class. There are plenty of single black men in this country, especially here. So if you can't find a single black man who's average, you ain't looking outside. So you say you can't find the right one, you can't find a fantasy is what you can't find. Okay. So many of our average women are looking for men who've outranked them. And this is why y'all ended up by yourself because you're not looking for men that are on your level. So I look like an asshole for saying this kind of stuff, and I just don't get it. Well, like you said, I haven't even tried to go out and to look for nobody, so that's well, on me. Well, 
that's cool, but then that means yeah. what? It's at my 30 mom. years old, at 30 years old. <laughs> Like it or not, at 30 years old, either you get your butt in gear, get your standards in line with who you are, understand that an average man would be a great catch for you, and he would actually be saving your life, because I'm, right. the next questions aren't going to be even going to be even worse. When you get to age 65 retirement, are you going to have your $2.4 million saved up? Cash. I'm not. That's so why I need where a are you gonna live? I don't. That's why I need a husband. So where are you gonna live? That's why I said I don't. So that's why I need live? a husband. So where are you gonna live? Where are you gonna live? Where are you gonna live? Where you gonna live? Down the street, cause I ain't got right. a husband. So, so I mean, so I mean, people may think I'm cold, but I'm not. But I'm like you. But this is a woman who's not putting herself out there, not doing what needs to be done, saying she can't find the right one, not even in the game, knowing she can't live on one income. What the hell is going on in some of y'all's heads? How is this supposed to fix itself? You supposed to... Y'all date like the lotto. Mm -hmm. So this is why we're getting to a point to where average black men are going to start looking or start dealing with non-black women because average black women, y'all ain't trying to, y'all ain't, y'all ain't doing nothing. Y'all. Well, like either, I said, I'm putting myself out there. That's why I even came on yeah, your show. Putting yourself so, out there. This is, but you got, but this is not out there. Like out, out there, out there is getting out of the house. Out there is getting out of the house. You just talking. Gina, you don't, you understand, man. All right, Denise, she's got her head down. And then Jade. I just don't get it. Um, hello, Denise. How are you? Hello. Oh, uh, Gina, you're, walk you're walking, so we'll get to you in a minute. Hello, hello Denise. Hey. How, are you? How old are you? I'm 36 years old. All right, let's Wusan start all over again. All right. What's next? Well, y'all got to get to it. Are you watching this on YouTube? No, I'm not. At first, I didn't know I was on. But um, I kind of agree with her. It's hard to find, you know, decent people, even, you know, blue collar, because me, myself, I date people in a $40,000 rent. 36 years old. What state do you live in? I live in the state of Mississippi. What do you mean? Why should it be easy to meet somebody worthwhile? Well, I won't say it's easy, but... I'm saying why um, should it be? Well, I guess it should be, but it's not. No, it's not. No, it shouldn't. It's absolutely... I'm taking that excuse away from black women. I don't, I don't really want to... I, my back stands up when I hear my women say, it's hard. I don't care that it's hard. Do you have any children? No, I do not have any children. If you had a child who came home and told you, English is hard, math is hard, school is hard, you'd say, okay, don't go. 
No, I wouldn't say that. All right. Did you go to college? Yes, I went to college. I graduated from college. Okay. What's your degree in? Nursing. Uh oh. <laughs> so, you know what's harder? What kind of nurse are you? A registered nurse. Have you ever done like home health care for the aged or elderly? I have. Uh huh. You know what's hard? It's dying alone. I agree with that. You know what's even harder? Living that entire life knowing that's going to be your future. I so, agree. that's the case, then what are you going to do about it? Well, I guess I have to put myself out there to meet more people. You don't have to. Okay. Well, I should put myself out there to meet more people. Well, and you're 30 what again? 36. Okay, ma'am. Um, you're in no man's land. I know. So, um, I can speak to you as a full-fledged adult. You don't have to do anything. But you're almost out of time to where the options are gonna start doing. So it's like, I, it's hard, I guess I should. Every moment you don't, one more man gets given another woman. I See, agree. and why I'm being this count, this why I'm being this direct, is women who speak like you seem to be speaking from the standpoint of, well, I can choose to stop being so slow and get my butt into gear. But what happens? Let's just do this. Let's just do. I'm gonna go ahead and use my Thanos glove. What happens if all of a sudden you live in a world to where, throughout your best effort, you never have a shot at another man? What if What if you only had two weeks, and after two weeks, you have no shot at getting a man ever again? It's over for the rest of your life. Then what? Would you Would you still be moving so slow? No, I get in gear. Oh, okay. Well, I thought. <laughs> mm -hmm. See, this is why I'm almost done with a lot of you older women, because y'all y'all get in your careers, and y'all start moving real slow, but you but you'll put all that time and effort into work. Especially my nurses. You nurses are killing your damn selves, working at sixty plus hours a week, dying to make people who don't look like you rich. I agree. I know. Oh, I've got a lot to say about nurses. Trust me. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> I know y'all. But then your non-black counterparts who are nurses, they don't seem to be quite as single now, are they? You're correct. Mm, well, up to you. So here's what you do. Okay. Uh, start taking your non-black uh, single, single friends out with you. And start introducing them to black men. And start making them start because like if a black man get with a non-black woman to make black kids, they're still they're still black, right? And if you're not gonna get with him, he might as well have somebody, right? No? I don't think I'm gonna take that option. Well, so you oh, 
So you expect your counterpart as a black man just to be single too? No. No. Then decide not to suffer. If you ain't gonna be available, he need to have somebody. Jade, and uh, now, now does that Hello. make sense? It's starting, is it starting to click now? Hello, how are you, Jade? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. How old are you? I'm 24. 24. A little bit young for this, but let's go. Um, what you have a question? What's the question? I do have a question. I grew up in a traditional house, not a very traditional household. My mom was actually the breadwinner in my house, but I always saw her respect my dad. Um, and so coming from someone who does want to be married in the, in the coming future, very soon, what would you say to somebody who has seen a good marriage work and wants that for themselves, but is having a hard time finding someone to really respect their morals and their values? What does that mean? So I'm just having a hard time because I respect your morals and your values. Whether you were virgin, no. What does that mean? Respect your morals and values. What does that mean? Just that my my belief is that sex is not the only important thing in a relationship. I'm sorry. I understand you're not a, you're not a man. Are you a Christian? I am. Do you want to wait till marriage to have sex? No. Okay. Well, I'm gonna just tell you bottom line. This whole morality thing, okay, fine, but men want to have sex. It's just, no, no, I understand. Oh. So I'm just, I, but that doesn't mean that's the only thing they want. But men want to have sex often. See, in our community, we tend to try to use things to leverage that you really shouldn't. Like when I was a young man, black women used to say, I don't give head, I don't do that. I'm like, that's not something to hold out on. And then they're like, you only want to go to a white woman because she give head. Like, yeah. But that, that doesn't sound weird today. So how do you get somebody to respect your morals? Well, are you if, if, if your morals are that important, then you need to find men who are equally on your footing as far as morals. Go through your church. But if, but if you're out in the world dating, you're going to get worldly people. That's number one. Number two. How tall are you? I'm five six. Dress size? Size eight. How much did you weigh last time you weighed yourself? 155 pounds. Okay. Um, I'm big on fitness. You gotta give yourself 30 to 50 pounds to grow with baby weight, in my opinion. Um, is your father alive? Yes. All right, how many siblings do you have? I have an older brother, and that's it. Is he married? He is not. Okay. How did, how much older? Two. He's only he's only twenty six. Okay. Have you talked to your father about dating? I have. Um, his main thing. My dad is a pastor, so he's just he always oh. says, "Fine." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad is a pastor. <laughs> I come from a long line of uncles and dads and grandfathers being pastors so isn't it amazing all these pastor men but they can't seem to find no churched up men for you to be with because men have left the church so you got a dilly of a pickle um <laughs> your father doesn't sound like he's helping you one little bit who do you talk to about relationships in your family? 
My mom. I talk to her a lot about it. She's your more mom, open. Your, your mom had been married how long? Hmm, 27 years. Cool. Oh, longer than you been on this planet. Um, when was your last relationship? Um, it was four years ago. And how long did that last? It lasted two years. So you ain't had a relationship. So 18 no, to 20, really so you, so 18 to 20. So we got a lot of things going on here, man. I don't know why you, you young ladies don't date. You, and it's like, I'm going to say, I'm going to speak past you. I, you ladies, women today act like you can order a man up like a pizza. And, he, and here's the thing. If the man who you wanted came by, would he want you? So because you have a mother and father, I would say y'all need to sit down and figure this out. Because if you want somebody to respect your morals, I get it. I'm not a big fan of having women get out here and ride the carousel, but you got to engage in the environment where there are single uh, people who want what you want. Um, how many children would you like to have after when you're married? Between three and four. Three and four. And... Do you want to have to work to pay significant bills after you're pregnant with the first child? I would, yeah, I wouldn't mind at all, actually. All right. What percentage of the overall family financial load do you want to have to be responsible for for your lifetime? I would say between 40 and 50%. That's a very high amount. Okay. Um, fine. So how many, four and five? So how much money is it going to require to have a family of six to seven? How much was your family household income? Yearly, annually? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say no less than about $350,000. Mm-hmm. Like that's so the bare minimum. And what did you go to school for? I'm currently in law school. You plan on being in a, in a, what kind of law? Entertainment law. So you plan on being a full-time attorney and a mother of four or five? I plan on what I really want to do because I'm going to graduate next year when I'm 25. I plan on working, um, finding someone, and then I do plan on cutting back, and I do want to open my own practice, very small practice. You want to be a... Working, attorney, mother of four or five. Yes. Because I don't care how it comes out. You want to be responsible for at least $175,000 a year. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that was a question. I would be okay with that. Right. So that means so that no one gives 100. So my point is a family of that size. Do you want to, do you care if your man is black or not? I don't personally. Is your father black? He is. He's African. Okay. And the higher, and the men tend to be more racially loyal, the higher up they go. What percentage of men in this country earn $175,000 or more? 
um, I would say maybe six to seven percent. Right. Right on the five percent range. So look at the logic puzzle you've got. I want four to five kids. I'm going to be an entertainment lawyer, but I want to be an entertainment lawyer with a private practice. That's the most ideal situation possible. None of y'all wants to just work like a worker bee. Y'all want to be bosses. When I own my own law firm and then have four to five well-adjusted middle-class kids and a top 5% husband. Papa John's, Domino's, Pizza Hut could not make this order. But you never start from that. You don't start from that. You don't start backward and say, I want a man that's in the top 5% of earners. Is your father in that, in that, in that tax bracket? He's not. Yeah. I guess the sad part is so many of our women who are just like right around the average to cute range, y'all have such high stand, y'all have such high expectations. It's just outrageous. All of you want men who are six figure, high six figure earners. And one and you all want them for various different reasons. But if I threw all you guys in one group and say, what are y'all all here's the thing. Every woman that's been on this show tonight and, and this week all kind of want men in the same range, right? Right? So let's say there were 30 of you. And then I put three men in the room. You'd have to compete with those 30 women for those three guys. Why should a man, one of those three men, pick you over the other 29 women? I mean, that's what y'all got to figure I, out. That's what y'all got to okay. figure out. That's what y'all got to figure out. That's the attitude you got to come to the market with. Because y'all come to the market like, well, where do I find this perfect man? Where do I find this guy? Where do I find a guy? What? No, you have to be what he wants. That's why this show is so good, because you hear women say you want the men. All the same kind of men, roughly. The women sitting up on top of you are all your competition. Why should, if I was the man, why should I pick you over any one of them? What have any of you shown? What did, or did any of y'all show? And that's just black women. What about the non-black women who want it? Because you don't know non-black women so coming after men who are making in the top 5%, right? And then are, are many of these women are going to sit back and say, well, you know, I have moral shit. I guess what I'm ultimately trying to get is I don't see a competitive spark in black women. I see an entitlement. And it comes in various different ways. Some are more boisterous, some are a little bit more laid back. But the actual outcome, when the questions are asked, it's all in, how do I get what I want? So I'm going to ask you a question when I get to the next person. If, if that man did, does exist, and he does, what is he going to get with you that he can't get anywhere else? You're asking me, correct? I just want to make sure. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I would say, I mean, things he's getting from me that I feel like he can't get anywhere else is the quality of just being a listener and also the quality of just, you know, being a comforter. You know, I understand how hard it is to go out and work every day. So just having someone to be there, a nice home-cooked meal, something of that nature, or just if you want someone to listen, someone to chill with, someone to release your problems onto, I feel like that's what I'm there for. As my husband, that's what, as a wife, that's what I want to be to my husband. I want to be his peace. That's what I saw between my parents. And that was really what I- How does that work if you're going to be in a corporate, if you're going to be a a law attorney? Because attorneys put in a lot of hours. Yeah, so I plan on personally, I don't want to do like the big law life, like, you know, like the 190 that's selling my- But it's still, they don't give that money away is my point. You want the you want um, the resources, but you don't want to put the. I get it. Many women decide to go to law because they think they can make a lot of money and do it their own way. But that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. You got to work. So yeah. why not an average guy like your dad? I wouldn't mind that. I just I well, personally, I just okay. It would be, it would it would be better to look for it. Okay, most men are middle class. And the higher up you go, you're fine to go there, but you have to, I'm going to be honest, the sales pitches I hear coming from women who want these men are pretty, pretty vanilla. I'll be his piece. He'll get a home cooked meal. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty generic. Mm-hmm. It's like you want, you want to get into Harvard or MIT and you're, and you're using the same letter for every organization. You're not, I mean, if you were trying to get in a, what does your shirt say, Howard? Yeah, I go to Howard Law. Okay, right. Did you get any, did you get any letters of recommendation to go? To go to law school? Yes, I did. Okay, all right. You went, yeah, to get into law, and if you wanted to get into Harvard Law or Yale Law, would you need to get more? Hmm? Would you need, would you need to do yeah. more? Okay. Then y'all understand this. But what most women are doing is I graduated from high school. Just accept me. Getting into Howard is one thing. Getting into Howard Law is something else. Getting into Yale or Harvard Law is something else. You guys want Yale and Harvard and MIT level men, but you want it on being just a general admission to college kind of benefits. That's the way your mindset needs to be. I need to be performing at a level and need to be looking at a level and as competitive as a level because if you knew that you wanted to go to Yale Law School from the sixth grade, your entire junior high, high school, college career would be different. But because our women don't seem to start to want to worry about relationships until a little bit later on, oh. I see what's going on. Do 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 power outage. Uh, mm. What the French toast?
I don't know what just happened. But anyway, hold on just a second. Where is that? Why does this thing take so much power? I have the power. Hmm. Happened. I don't know what just happened, but we'll figure it out. You still hear me? I can still hear you. Cool. All right, there's Ekim. There we go. So we do it this way. Don't know what just happened, but the power dropped. So, good conversation, but I think if your father and mother aren't going to be able to help you, um, it's going to be incumbent upon you ladies to actually start going to ask yourself more difficult questions. How to find a man? What does this man want? Because the men are not really the issue. The men are available. The men are more available than I think you ladies are really giving yourselves credit for. The men are much more available. So let me do this real quick while I got some other folks on. So I'm going to bounce you back over here for a second, Jay. And I'm going to try to see if I can get some more folks in. Then we can have like a round table. Hold on, Jay. Uh, Gianna or Ms. Wagner, go ahead and unmute yourself. Either one of you unmute yourself. Good morning. Hello, who, must, who is that? My name is Kiana Wagner. Hi, Kiana, how are you? I am well. I'm healing. I have a broken foot. <laughs> you have a broken foot. Okay. All right. So, what 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 do we got on the subject? You said what's next, right? What's next? Yep, that's it. What's next? Okay. Um, I'll give you a little bit of background about my story. Uh, I've been married before. Um, I have my children were born in wedlock. Um, I've only had what I consider two serious relationships, and they were both my marriages. And since my last relationship, I kind of married outside of out of wisdom and I corrected course. I ended up separating from that relationship and I find myself at 41, I'll be 42 in a month. And my children are grown, my daughter's grown um, and divorced and I'm out in the dating market. Okay. Um, I was listening to a lot of what you were saying uh, and I did have a lot of unrealistic expectations when it comes to men. I have corrected my course in terms of what actually I need from a man at this point in time in life and what I can actually contribute to him and have been kind of drifting in that direction. Mm -hmm. So how old, is, how old is your child? She's 23. And you only have one kid? My son passed away early on in my, in my, my first marriage. Okay. So now you're out here dating to, to what end? Right. Well, my first problem that I have generally is that I've never lived with a man that I wasn't married to. So I've only lived with two men in my entire life. Okay. And so a lot of the gentlemen that I've come in contact with uh, wanted to do the cohabitating thing. And I kind of pulled back on that because uh, I just didn't, you know, I watched my mother go through living with a man for 15 years that never would marry her. And then 
and then she's by herself. So when you were saying about spinning the plates about the the, the, the parent plate, I saw I, I, I felt hit and targeted on triggered on that one as well. Because uh, I watched my mother have a lot of toxic relationships, which kind of fell on me as well. Okay. So, so what do you want? At this particular point in time, I'm just looking for true chemistry. Um, okay, you don't want to live with anybody without being married. Well, I, 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 I will. At this point, I will, because I'm not even sure if I feel the way I do feel about traditional marriage anymore. Like considering, well, I'm I'm from Detroit, Michigan, moved to Louisville. Okay, Kentucky. so let, let's get let's 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 get the rubber meat in the road. Let's get all the way down. You're 40. What again? One. Why why are you so picky at 41 years old? Why are you so picky at 41 years old? What makes I mean I'm gonna just be honest. What makes y'all think at 41 years old with all this baggage and miles that y'all got this kind of leverage? Who told you I had miles because I was old? <laughs> Cause you old. Who told you I had miles because I was old? Cause you old. I may be old, but I'm like Cause oh, you I'm old. Like, around here. Cause you I'm old. Vintage. You old. <laughs> <laughs> you old. You got gray coochie hair. Your eggs is dry. I don't have any. I wax. Cause it's old. It's old. See, I don't play that. You're old. I'm old. Act like we're old. When you was a kid, and your grandmother and great and folks was forty years old, they weren't trying to walk around acting like they was young and all spry and shit. They was old. You're an old woman. You got your your voice sound like you've been gargling with Newports. You're old. <laughs> You got a broke ass foot, you're old. You got a house coat on and a bonnet, you're old. It's a Friday night and I'm at home. Seriously, and my point is, if you ladies were coming to the market like you're old, like you don't have all these. Well, I'm, I'm I'm 41 years old. I'm trying to figure out this question. I'm postulating this and that. I've been married twice and I have children. I ain't got all them options. Ain't nobody knocking on the door trying to find no 41 year old woman with baggage. I don't know if I want to live with a man or not. You want a man who's breathing. Uh, you can tolerate. Know, Kevin, oh, okay. I don't want to do the baby mamas, the, the four baby well, mamas, and but, kids. But okay, but I'm going to ask you a, a seriously hard question. When was the last time? You had a man of value trying to make you his woman. Now. Where? Which state? Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> no, 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 I don't play this so, shit. So, so, so no, me, I don't me, play me. this shit. No, no, no. Y'all coming in acting like you got your shit together. If you had a man of value in all these different states, you wouldn't be on a YouTube show at past midnight. Knock it the fuck off. Oh, I'm just watching because I, I like your show. Yeah. I've been a fan but, for quite some time and wanting to talk to you. But the fact person. of the matter is right, you're lying. Women. You're lying to yourself. You're not going to lie to my heart. You can lie to yourself. But you come in and talk about, I got men in all these other states. Men of value? I'm Ooh. dating. I'm dating. I'm not I'm I said dating. men of like, value. Literally dating. Uh-huh. Again. And men of value. I said men of value. And here's what we get all over the place. And this is why I do what I do. Okay, so what because, do you consider to be value? Because, ma'am, like, you, you cannot be, you cannot be, you can overtalk me. That's what you can't be. You can't be 41 and acting like I got men everywhere. 
with a do-rag on. I don't debate older women, especially when y'all get in your bag. I already tried to help do this one thing, but now I'm just done with it. Stop the cap. I'm like, seriously. I got men of value in what state, nigga? I got them everywhere. Really? Yeah. I'm just like that. You see these young ladies? You see this right here? Don't be this. Don't be this because when you start getting like this, you start to lose. You start to lose um, perspective on what's actually real, and that's a problem. I'm trying to be realistic here, but you can't sit around and actually start to lose perspective on actually what's available. Because at this point, it's just like, well, let me stroke your ego. No, if you got all these options and all this other kind of stuff, you really wouldn't, you shouldn't be here. So let's go on over here to uh, Miss Gina. Yeah, how you doing? Hello, Mr. Samuels, how are you? I am well, I am well. How old are you? Wonderful. How old are you? 50. Five zero? Five zero. Okay. Uh, so what's next? Well, um, okay, well, my thing was where I'm from, it, it wasn't a problem with the black guys. It was always the black females that were the problem for me. Mm -hmm. That made it hard for me. Um, the whole the old ex comes back thing. The I didn't want you, but now I want you because you're looking pretty good now. Are you? Do you have and any children? Do you have any children? Uh, I have one. All right. So, what do you want, if anything? I understand that at my age, I have a lot of baggage. And I know no, no, that. No, 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 50, no. You, your bags is empty just like the last <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't. I'm just saying um, from past relationships. Mm -hmm. And I know anybody that I get with will more than likely have the same as well as does. Mm -hmm. So, so, so the man that beg your pardon? So what do you want? I want to be happy. I want the same thing I want. She See, be this, this is the problem. See, this, this is the problem. This is the problem that we have. Okay. At our age, I shouldn't have had the conversation I just had, but that's that's the the conversation I just had was the reason so many of us generation X men and women are not together. Because that was the attitude. Intolerable. Simply intolerable. She was into that attitude was intolerable when she was a teenager. It got, a, it got women like her a couple of kids, maybe a, a marriage or something, but they, but they won't last. You can't tolerate that. But the, the goal is hopefully that we have matured to the point to where we reach our 40s and 50s to where we should, we should know what we want. We don't have 40, 50 more years. We got to, and if we can't really just definitively say it, how can we find it? Correct. So when I ask you, what do you want? You want to just be happy. Okay. Yeah. 
But happiness I want to be the same as I should be for a man. A man needs to feel wanted, valued, appreciated, respected. But does a man make, are, does a man make you happy? Does a man make me happy? Hmm? Well, I'm kind of weird that way. Um, I'm my happiest when I'm making him happy. Well, ultimately, happiness, we're responsible for our own happiness. Relationships, companionship and company, yes. Happiness, great. Um, but I think one of the things in our generation is we, we learned a lot of Disney stuff. And it's still kind of clouding our judgment. Um, your last relationship was how long ago? My last relationship was about almost two years ago. And how long did that one last? About two years. Are you dating right now? Yes. Anybody seriously? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Anyone seriously? Yes. Okay. So, how long have you guys been seeing one another? Um, we started dating on December the twentieth of last year. All right. So, what's the next? What's the next step? Well, right now we're still learning each other. Um, Come on, ma. Come on, ma. No. No, I'm being no, honest. No, 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 no. He did ask me to marry him. That, I, I mean, come on, yeah. I mean, that's a, and this is what I'm, thank you. Thank, and you live in the same city. You live in the same city? The same city, yes. Thank you. Perfect call. You are fear, scarcity, and lack. This woman, you say, I want to be happy, this, that. You're 50 years old. You've been seeing a man for almost a year. And you're going to give me some high school answer that we're still getting to learn one another. You're 50. He asked you to marry him. You're afraid. I said yes. But you didn't. You didn't. You say I'm seeing someone. You didn't say I have a fiance. You didn't say I have a husband. Where I said that I would marry him. Ma'am. I asked you if you're seeing anybody. You said yes. I want to be happy. You didn't announce that I have a fiance. See, this is the perfect call because so many of our black women, you don't want ownership. You guys resist claiming being claimed. If he's your, is he your fiance or not? The reason I say is he was your fiance he... or not? Yes. Then why didn't you, okay, then ma'am, when I asked you if you're seeing anybody, why didn't you say I'm engaged? I apologize. That no, no, don't apologize. Mistake. Don't apologize. I'm trying to understand. Why didn't you, are you not proud to be his fiance? Are you kidding me? Of course I am. Well, no, I'm not kidding you, ma'am, because the, this, is a relationship, this is a relationship segment. And when the woman I say, I want to be happy, I want this and that, what are you looking for? At no point did you say, I'm looking, I found it, I'm a fiance. 
if the man you're dealing with heard you, you think that he would feel good about what you said? If the man you're engaged, if the man you claim to be your fiance heard that, do you think he'd feel good about what you said? I don't think so. Perfect call. Even at half a hundred, so many of our women are terrified of the constraints and titles of being married. This is the color purpling effect that I call it. The color purpling of our mind. 50, you should be, one in four black women will marry and you got somebody to ask you to marry you at 50. You should be dancing on the tip of the fucking Empire State Building. Insane. Am I missing something? I mean, am I missing something? That woman came on here like I'm a single woman still out here in the market. Those last two calls are why men my age don't deal with older women. This is why I don't deal with older women. 30 and under. That's my preference, 30 and under. That's why. One, I got men all over the place, such and so forth. Uh, a hot 304, 41-year-old with a do-rag and tattoos. You think a man my age should be dealing with that? Then another woman where a man said, hey, let's finish our life together. And then you on the show talking about I want to be happy and this and that. He asked me to marry him. And I've had problems. With, just like you came on the show talking about Everything else other than, oh my God, I got great news, y'all. I'm 50 and I got I'm engaged. Two rag tattoo and Tim. I'm serious. I'm like. <laughs> Emotional availability. So I'm going to say something to the men. Gentlemen, I don't care what you're looking for, what you need. If she does not get on your program and she's not giving you the respect that you deserve, if she's not proudly proclaiming she's yours, leave her the French toast alone, man. Go cry in your Wheaties or someplace else. Detox from her. Leave her alone. Because to be with a woman that emasculates you, to be with a woman who... Uh, and you have to tolerate disrespect and microaggressions. See, if black men were raised, if we were, if my generation of men were raised with masculine respect and dignity to where we could do what our non-black counterparts, when we heard our non-black counterparts yelling at their mothers, we thought they were crazy. Only after you became an adult did you see the wisdom and what those people were doing they didn't put the fear of God in their boys to where they feared their mothers. They loved their mothers. They respected their mothers. But their mother was still their woman. This shit runs deep. Here's why I say, ladies, 
you're going to have to figure out what comes next. And either you're going to, you're either going to get out here and risk and be emotionally available. You're either going to become a woman like the rest of women, or you're going to die alone. And I'm not going to say die alone, or you'll leave these other men that I'm talking about won't deal with you. You may find something. But we, we, I was talking to Brother Dennis Furley another day. In our community, we are too proud to be anti, too proud to be rebellious. And that's why we talked about straight up power. That's why I, I talk to myself all the time and I remind myself all the time, don't go backwards. Do not tolerate disrespect. Do not tolerate women who don't move with you. Do not tolerate. This is why I've said it before. Every now and then in my life, I'll just go crazy, Ivan. I'll look and say, okay, who's, who am I dealing with who's not equally invested? Because I didn't grow up with this foundation that I got. I had to build this foundation. Shout out to Alpha Mill Strategy. I love it, brother. I had to build this foundation. I didn't get it growing up. So I am prone to make mistakes along the journey. So I have to remind myself at every step, don't go backwards. Don't tolerate this. Do that. And then if you find that you uh, stepped off or made a misstep, correct it. Kind of like uh, if you watch Marvel, if you get a deviant timeline, prune that shit. Prune it. Prune your own life, gentlemen. If you start finding yourself going off into an old beta male or old weak ass kind of way of doing things, hey man, prune that shit. Step back and get back on a timeline. Get back on your sacred timeline. Every step of the way, if you find yourself in a position where you shouldn't be, prune it. Get back where you need to be. Say, up, oh, made that mistake. And eventually, eventually, you will end up staying in the lane you should be because you're used to being there. The resets will take shorter period of time. They won't be as jarring to the point to where you begin to draw what you need towards you because you're on your purpose. You have a mind of abundance. You realize that you are number one, your purpose is number two, that you are the prize. To where you don't have to convince a woman to get on your program. You don't have to do this, do that. You start drawing this kind of stuff to you. And trust me, gentlemen, life is much better over on this side than it is over there. See, the problem is over there is in scarcity and lack. And that's where we, when you didn't have options, Better to have nothing than live over here. Better to have nothing than live over here. Better to have no woman than a woman that you got to do this bullshit negotiation with. Zero is better than that. And you have to remind yourself of this. I mean, here's the thing. When more men start stop moving like the weakened versions of ourselves, stop moving like the variants. Oh, I'm going completely geeky. When we start moving like the variants, the beta male variants of ourselves, we start moving like the men that should not be the variant. You're on the actual sacred timeline. You won't be dealing with as many variant women. And it is much better being an Avenger over here than being over in some multi-use, multi-verse of madness bullshit. That's the, that's the path I choose. So that's why I keep saying you can always decide to change. There is nothing that you did on Monday that you can't correct on Tuesday. Clear out the clutter in your life, gentlemen. And ladies, this works for you, too. When you decide you want to get to the next phase, uh, you can Scarlet Witch that shit. 
Get rid of all the crap from your past. I meant everything I said in the monologue. I am tired of, I have talked to the women so many times about this. And if that hits you, if it hit home, I'm talking to you. Get rid of stuff from previous men if you want a, either get rid of it or get back with it. You cannot have both. Get rid of it or get back with him. Get rid of it or get back with him. Because any man that you deal with who will really tolerate that kind of stuff, you're going to end up uh, picking at him, shit testing him, resenting him on some level. Because you ain't supposed to have that in your life anyway. What do I know? I'm just a guy in a white suit talking shit on Friday night. That's right. You better Scarlet Witch that shit. Thank you. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I love pets. I had to give up a pet that I love because I could not keep it and move forward the life I needed to. I never told this story. I'll tell it. When my daughter was born, I got a parrot. An eclectus parrot. And... I got this parrot as the second most intelligent species of bird on the planet, right after, after the Solomon, uh, right after the African Great Parrot. I got this bird because they make multiple pair bonds, and I've spoken about the bird before. I got this bird before it could even perch. The bird actually was still sitting in, in shavings. I had to feed this bird with a, it, it, through, a, through a syringe, like a mother would. Yeah, I had to feed the Yeah, yeah. I got it right, right when his feathers came in. It didn't even have flight feathers. Very loving, caring. I, and I raised this bird. This bird is very intelligent. It had a almost 400-word vocabulary. Anyway, the long and short of it is there was a point in time in life when things were going haywire, and I had to end up... I could not keep the bird and end up staying and living where I needed to because the bird needed a big house, a large cage and a lot of a lot of room. It's a family pet. And you can't be on the road and leave a bird like that because they have big brains. I had bonded with this bird. This bird was an integral part of my life. Very intelligent. And I had to give it up. Broke my heart. Broke my heart. Before I even could get the bird, I had to go sit with the bird for two weeks before I could pick it up. Had to give him up. Had it for years. But if I did not give up the tie to my former life, I never would have been able to do what I needed to do to get to the next steps. So a lot of times you ladies think men are saying stuff that just is just cold and we're attacked. We have feelings, but we have to do what we have to do. He's better off where he is. Those birds live to be four, between 40 and 70 years. You don't buy a bird like that because you're not expecting to keep it for a lifetime. But if life changed, I could have been a child about it and did what? You couldn't have kept it anyway. 
So don't think I don't know what I'm talking about. I grew up with pets. In Oklahoma, people have pets. I know the connection. No, didn't kill one, no, no, no. It was a stress response. But my point is, it is my personal opinion that intelligent pets like that are for families. Pets for single people, fish, hamsters, gerbils, at best canaries, maybe parakeets, stuff that doesn't live more than three to five years. But when you start getting into things that live 10 years plus, that require daily maintenance, that is, a, that is a relationship. Things that require veterinarian visits. That's the doctor. Fish, they die, you go get more of them. <laughs> gerbils, hey, don't make them, <laughs> don't make the gerbil jokes, man. <laughs> yeah, gerbil, yeah, hamsters, gerbils, uh, guinea pigs, small rodents, you know, um, yeah, man, yeah, so I get it, man, I know what I'm, I know what I'm telling a lot of women to do, you'll, you'll give, you'll get over it, take them to a family, and walk away, three months Six months later, you'll feel so much better. You'll be like, whew. Guaranteed, you'll feel so much better. Don't send me your hate mail. I ain't going to read it. No way. <laughs> Don't send me your hate mail. I ain't going to read it. All right. I should be glad when the new iMac comes in because the battery on this thing keeps running down. But anyway, y'all know how it is. That was good. That was golden. Good show. I hope that's helpful. What's next? Um, don't be surprised if I live stream tomorrow. And uh, I might decide to do live stream. And if I do, it's either going to be on Instagram or YouTube. I might decide to do a beta run of this, this uh, matchmaking thing. But if I do, be, follow me on Instagram and follow me on YouTube. Uh, to check that. Oh yeah, by the way, people have been asking me about uh, putting out more times uh, uh, for a session. So I put, go on my Instagram tab, uh, on my Instagram tab, uh, on, my, on my story tab. If you want to book your one-on-one -on -one session with me, the winter time, winter's coming. So here it is. If you want to book your one-on-one -on -one advice time with me, choose virtual advice. Choose virtual advice. Choose virtual advice if you want to book your one-on-one -on -one virtual session with me. I put some additional times out there because this time of year, there tends to be more demand for it. So go there. Um, yeah, select your time and we move forward. If you want to do your image thing, the image session is a more in-depth, completely different session. Uh, uh, if you want image and virtual advice, book two different sessions. But that's what it is. That's good. That's great. This was dope. I like the white suit, Fantasy Island. <laughs>
But like I said, until next time, peace. We are gone. Tell you.